Have you ever felt overwhelmed? Where it feels like things are collapsing in on all sides? Uh, I'm not talking about overwhelmed with great opportunities, but situations where there's a mess here, there's a mess there, and you look at it and you're like, I, I can't, I can't do this. I'm only one person. I can't get it all done. I went through a situation a few years ago of great betrayal. I had a friend, colleague, and mentor who I trusted with everything in my company. Uh, he betrayed that trust and the fallout and negative consequences from that spanned many years. It was one of the hardest things I've gone through in life and I'm still working through it. Here we are now six, seven years later. Maybe you've gone through something like that where you've been betrayed by somebody who is close to you. Maybe it was a sibling a parent who abused you, a spouse who cheated on you, a business partner who embezzled from you. Whatever it is, um, we go through times in life where it's difficult to see where do we go from here? How do we get through that? And I want to share with you a little phrase my wife mentioned to me that really helped me. It helped guide me when the world was full of chaos around me, when I was dealing with a lot of pain and hurt. And it's, it's tough even talking about this. Um, whenever I do, I feel sick to my stomach, nauseous, tired, etc. Because it brings me back to the pain. Uh, and all the, uh, the difficult thoughts and feelings that go along with this. And I, I think it was, what can make it a lot harder is when you're dealing with a betrayal, you're saying to yourself, what did I do wrong? How did I fall victim to this? Um, how was I at fault? And on one hand, that's probably a good question to ask to the extent we can figure out what can we do different in the future to protect ourselves. But on the other hand, uh, we don't want to give in to blaming ourselves and condemning ourselves and the discouragement and depression that can come from that. So what is this little saying that helped me and perhaps it will help you? It was something I said 20 to 50 times per day during the hardest parts. And I still say it probably once a day. And it's simply this. Do the next right thing. And here's why it's so powerful. First, you don't have to figure out all the solutions to all your problems. There might be 80 problems. You just need to find the most important one that you can address right now and deal with that. And sometimes that's getting out of bed. Then what's the next right thing? Maybe it's going and getting dressed, taking a shower, 
by bringing life down to its essence, you're able to focus on getting some traction with the next right thing. And by the way, it doesn't mean solving all these issues out there. It's what's the most important thing right now. Maybe it's going on a walk, getting some coffee, showing some love to a family member. So when you are navigating overwhelming circumstances, perhaps you can just remind yourself, I'm not responsible for all of that. That's all in the future, dealing with all that. Right now, I just need to focus on one thing, one thing only. Do the next right thing. Figure out what that is. Normally, it's a fairly simple task. And then do it. And by doing it, you actually build some traction. You feel a little bit of sense of accomplishment, depending on how depressed you are and stressed and anxious you are. And at least you are moving forward. And by the way, that's the only thing we can do is the next right thing. Laying in bed doesn't solve the problem. Avoiding the problem doesn't solve it. Trying to tackle on or tackle and take on all sorts of projects that are beyond the scope of your capacity at the time. It just it doesn't accomplish anything except cause you to feel overwhelmed. Maybe the next right thing is meditation. Closing your eyes and, and just not thinking or thinking about a single word. Maybe the next right thing is expressing some gratitude to somebody who's invested in your life because gratitude builds our energy. Maybe the next right thing is going on a walk or walking outside and getting a little sunlight in the eyes. Maybe the next right thing is thinking about what's most important to do today or right now. With big problems, Often the next right thing is not to solve them per se, but to simply look at them and say, okay, what are the options here? I'm just going to figure out what, and maybe it's triaging. What's the most urgent thing? What would be nice to do? And what is just going to have to wait for a while? When I was going through this time of chaos, which started out quite strong for a couple years and then took a few more years to largely wrap up. I was dealing with the practical aspects of all these problems, the financial aspects, the legal aspects, but I was also dealing with the psychology of it, the impact it had on my energy, my relationships, I started to get very pessimistic, fearful, um, cynical, assuming the worst in people's motives, assuming the worst that would happen. So unfortunately, the betrayal, and, and by the way, it was more than one betrayal, it was a whole series, and it involved some other people as well. I don't need to get into the details there because What's not important is what happened to me. What is important is we have a shared uh, pain, a sh shared uh, reaction at our human level to these very difficult circumstances. 
Maybe we could have avoided it. Maybe there are things we could do that would have headed it off. I think if I would have been more aware and maybe more brave in ending relationships and holding people accountable, I may have made a difference in this. But um, hindsight's twenty twenty, and we can't beat ourselves up. What we can do is learn from it. But my hope is to be more optimistic, to restore my mindset to the optimism and hope and joy that I had while preserving some of the wisdom and uh, caution to avoid going through a similar situation. But when we are going through the heat of the moment, this little phrase, do the next right thing, is something that I often said to myself. And I often said it audibly because I had to remind myself, I don't need to worry about the next five things or the next 50 things. What is the next right thing? And often that's relatively clear because it has to do with serving basic needs, figuring out what is the most urgent fire, if you will, that needs to be addressed. So I share that with you as people who may be going through overwhelming circumstances. This doesn't solve all your problems, but it helps you get through them without just feeling this, um, taking on the, all the burden of all of the problems. Focusing on just that one thing allows us to have clarity on that which we can control and ignore that which we cannot control because it's not the most important thing for us to put our time into now. This is an unusual video. Uh, I'm an attorney. I work with business owners who go through great times and go through difficult times. And I'm making this video to help business owners and others navigating overwhelming circumstances to think about the human side of these overwhelming legal and business problems so that you're taking care of yourself and you're getting clarity in the moment without being dragged under the overwhelming chaos that may be all around you. You can get through it. Uh, and by the way, I'm so grateful for the true friends my family, my wife, people around me who cared for me during this time, who were encouraging, who listened without judgment, who showed kindness and respect, and uh, helped me as I was getting through this time. I hope for you that you are able to have people around you like that, uh, and express some gratitude for those wonderful people who uh, truly are good friends, who love you, who care for you, and demonstrate they're not in it for what, for what they can get out of you, but they truly care about you. There are many silver linings and there are many lessons that I've learned from this difficult period. I'll share more in the future, so you're welcome to subscribe here if you're interested in getting notified about those. But I think one silver lining with all this 
is you start to realize the true character of some people in your life who are friends because that's who they are, not because of what they can get out of you. They're not transactional. The way they treat you is a reflection of their character, their commitment to how they show up in life and how they approach relationships. Often it has nothing to do with us. It's simply because they are committed to loving others, treating with kindness, treating with respect, um, helping and sharing with those people along their path. I hope all of us can be more like that, especially in the good times, and to express gratitude uh, for those people in our lives and uh, recognize those are true friends. Those are people who we want around us, not the people who uh, are in it for the transaction. What can they eventually get out of it? I wish you the best and I hope you keep this phrase in mind. Do the next right thing. By doing that, it's not gonna make all the problems go away, but you will eventually get through the dark time.